and just having fun 24-7 and wondering why you're not fulfilled. And then maybe 10 is you just grinding your face off every single day, not doing R&R, not making time for friends and family and relationships. What is your own unique version of five? And I think that's why I like harmony better than balance is because balance implies 50-50 in a lot of people's consciousness, when in reality, balance for you might be 90-10. Or it might be 60-40 or 70-30. So find your own unique balance. Ask yourself the question of what is your own unique sweet spot for delayed gratification? Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 1005, How Well Do You Know Your Patterns Today, for episode number 1006, Balancing Fun and Chasing Your Dreams. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Sarah. Sarah on the team, she posted something in Next Level Nation recently. And do you know the quote? I said I was going to look it up, but I didn't. It was it was a quote from Steve Jobs where he said, do you know it? I do. Okay. I'll, I'll allow you to do it because you know more than I do. So he says, essentially, he wakes up in the morning every day, looks himself in the mirror and asks himself, if I were going to die tomorrow, would I still want to do what I'm about to do today? And he says, whenever the answer is no for too many days in a row, he knows he has to change something. Wonderfully said. Thank you, brother. Wonderfully said. Yeah, no, it's my that's my favorite not, speech of all time, so I may or may not have it memorized. That's not what I was <laughs> going to say. That's I didn't have that level of clarity. <laughs> so that's the reason we're doing this episode, because I think that we're in this... Obviously, Alan and I are entrepreneurs, and we're in the self-improvement space. And what you often see is there's kind of two sides of the coin where it's grind, 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 or just hang out and do what you want and everything's going to work out for you eventually. And that's why we chose the word balance. Balance is not Alan's favorite word. It's not really my favorite word either, but I think that everybody could balance, quote unquote, a little bit better. I know back in the day when we first started this, I should have been working more than I was. I know that now. I didn't at the time because I didn't know what I was leaving on the table. I didn't know what this was going to take. Alan, I know there's been times for you where you could have had a little more R&R. And we all have our own unique set point where obviously we're going to talk about that today. But so Alan and I have had this conversation before where I said, Alan, I don't want to stop watching UFC. I know watching five, six, seven hours of UFC on a Saturday is not the best for the future. It's not the best for my future financially. It's not best for the podcast future, the company future, for anything really. But I I want to do it. I enjoy doing it. It's something that I want to do now and I want that in my future. I went three years in the beginning of this journey without watching UFC because I didn't want to put money into the pay-per-views or whatever it was. And it's not like I'm not working 
anywhere from nine to two or nine to three on Saturday. I'm still working a six, seven, eight hour day sometimes, but at night I just want to turn off. And we've had that conversation and we've had a beautiful drive to five. And you said, Kev, if that's something you want to do, just understand that you're leaving potential on the table. And if that's okay, then that's okay. And that's kind of what I'm talking about in this episode where if I did end up dying tomorrow and I looked back on my day I would want to, and this is my question for you if you're out there watching or listening to this, would you be okay saying, yeah, you know what? I went out to the beach, I day drank a bunch, I ate a bunch of food, hung out with my friends, went home and went to sleep. Would you be okay if that was the last day that you got to live on this earth or would you be missing the fact that you didn't get the opportunity to do your purpose? right? You didn't get the opportunity to podcast if you're a podcaster or do a coaching call or do a speech or whatever that thing for you is. Dog shelter, we always say that because that's a inside joke from way back in the day where that's the example I always used to use. And shout out to Ron and Aaron because they may want to do that one day. I love that. That's mm-hmm. it. It's full circle. It's coming yep. full circle. Mm-hmm. Now on the other end, if you worked a 19-hour day and you went to bed and you didn't wake up the next day, would you be okay with the fact that you didn't spend time with your loved ones. You didn't go to the gym. You didn't have R&R. Like, would you be okay with that? And you have to ask yourself that question. So Taryn and I had a conversation last night. And so Wednesday, Wednesday night, we had this conversation. And Wednesdays, we have our team call. And our team call is from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Never do we get off at 6. Usually it's like 6.10. I think yesterday it was like 6.20, so that was a little bit later. And Taryn said to me, she said, babe, is there any way we can move our date nights to Thursday? And I said, why? What's up? And she said, well, I mean, you guys don't get done until 6.15, 6.30 on Wednesdays. And by the time you and I actually connect, it's almost 7 o'clock and it's kind of late. I mean, we go to bed at 9, so we only have two hours together. And I said, yeah, no, that makes sense. And Mondays, I work until at least 7.30. Tuesdays, when we have group coaching, that's that's a late, that's 7.30. Um, Wednesdays are at least six. So yeah, I, I thought to myself, okay, this is my thought process. Naturally, it's like, whoa, wait, wait, you want me to work less? Oh no, I can't do that. That's not good for the future. But I sat with it for a second and realized, well, Taryn is unbelievably supportive and unbelievably understanding of this wild schedule and never, ever, ever barks about anything. And if she wants to bring that up, I know that means something to her. And I know that she's probably a little bit frustrated in maybe not getting the fun, unique experience and the quality time that she wants. So I thought to myself, yeah, of course, like, of course I can, you know what I'll do? I said, babe, this is what I'll do. I will change all my Calendly links on Thursday so people can only get a hold of me until whatever it is, 4.30 or 5. And again, I'm still working, but um, I'll, I'll talk to Alan. I'll talk to the team and just say, hey, I, worst case scenario, I can do Thursday nights, but please, I'd like to have that available for Taryn and I if that's okay. And that's me balancing the future of everything, right? The the business, the podcast, all that, and my relationship with the now. And I think that's just important. And that's a good example of the balance. Now, if Taryn said, hey, can you stop work at four every day? No, I can't. That's not going to work because that's definitely not going to get us where we want to go. So it really is that give and take. And I think it's finding your own unique center point. So 
You've heard us talk about the drive to five before. The drive to five is basically if you are somebody who lacks confidence and you have a low self-worth, low self-esteem, low self-belief, you don't believe that you're capable of succeeding, we say you're a zero. You're low on the drive to five. If you're somebody who is the opposite of that, maybe you have overly high self-worth and overly high self-esteem and you think you're going to succeed regardless of what you do, we say that's a 10. The goal is to drive to five. The goal in everything is to drive to five. So even here, zero is maybe you not doing anything and just having fun 24-7 and wondering why you're not fulfilled. And then maybe 10 is you just grinding your face off every single day, not doing R&R, not making time for friends and family and relationships. What is your own unique version of five? That is our goal. We're trying to help you figure that out in this episode. Kev, I had a friend of mine tell me a story uh, when I was younger. I was probably... I want to say in my early 20s, and it's actually a really funny story, but it's also kind of uh, speaks to this episode. He said, last night, I was eating Oreos, and I said to myself, if I die tomorrow, I'm going to wish that I ate the rest of these Oreos, <laughs> and we were laughing, and it was funny, and it was a joke, but some of it was in truth in the way this person operates, and I remember thinking to myself later that day, I said, it's so interesting what a human being optimizes for. So so if you were to, quote unquote, only have a week left, the, the problem with this contemplative philosophical conversation is you would do things very differently than if you knew you had 100 years left. And so what I try to do, mathematically speaking, is take the average. So people say, well, if I die tomorrow, I'll wish I did X, Y, Z. It's like, well, what if you don't die tomorrow? Because you probably won't, statistically speaking. So the average life expectancy, if you Google it right now for females, is 74, last I checked, and for males is 72. And that's a global statistic. So chances are, statistically and probability, mathematically speaking, you're not going to die tomorrow. So don't optimize your life based on what you would do if you only had a week left, because what you're really trying to do is build the most magnificent life you can on the aggregate. So for example, if you were going to, you know, only have three years, you're not going to go build a skyscraper because it takes more than three years to build a skyscraper. But if you have 30 years, you're going to, you're going to be able to do that. And so I think it's a dangerous philosophical game for us to sit here and say, well, YOLO, like you only live once. What if you die tomorrow? That's really um, going to overly swing you on the side of of not delaying any gratification and just having fun. Um, and the truth of the matter is, is that if all of us only had a week left, we'd all change everything we're doing. And and that's just a, a philosophical conversation. Like everything we're doing right now, if we only had a week left would be different. That doesn't mean it should be because most of us statistically, mathematically do have a lot more than a week left. So here's what you do. Optimize your life for what's most likely. Most likely, if you're listening to this, you're going to, based on the statistics and the data, live to at least 74 years old. Probably more than that because technology is much better in healthcare and all of that. So build a life based on your own unique balance, harmony, I want to use the word harmony instead of balance, of work and building and productivity and fun 
and enjoyment. And there's no reason why you can't integrate those things to the best of your ability too. So my objective on this episode, I wrote this down, to help the listener understand themselves regarding what is going to be required of their goals and dreams. If, you know, this podcast, Heart Driven But No BS Holistic Self-Improvement for Dream Chasers. If you are listening or watching this, you are a dream chaser. You have dreams. Big, small, don't care. You have dreams. You're trying to achieve something. That achievement, those achievements are going to require you to do things that are uncomfortable, to grow, to learn, to work, and and they're going to require some sacrifices, some trade-offs. Some people don't like the word sacrifice, so some trade-offs. And, and really what I want to drive home here is there really is no such thing as something for nothing. And so, Kev, to your point, you know, you're balancing fun now with Taryn and the future, but honestly, Taryn is in your future. So even that is a really good move. And we talked about it before this. That's a really good move because Taryn's in your future. So that is building your future. And so everything I think, I like to think of this, learn from the past, build in the present, focus on a brighter future. And we all have to find our own unique sweet spot between, you know, having fun today and enjoying today and delaying gratification for a better and brighter tomorrow. And that's why if you, if you think about this from a term of investments, you know, a lot of people that are investors say don't invest a hundred percent into, into the stock market because if the stock market crashes or, or something bad happens, you don't have any capital today to do something about it. So time, energy, money, invest a portion of it today to build the brighter future tomorrow and then invest another portion into actually enjoying yourself. Um, the last story I'll tell about this is I was grind time um, a while back when I was newly single. This is probably three years ago, three and a half years ago. And one of my clients at the time, his name was Alex. He, he said, Alan, you know, you preach 80-20, but you live 95-5. And what he was referring to is that I tell everyone you should have 80% productivity and 20% R&R. And he's like, yeah, but you're living 95.5. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, Alan, 20% of a 16-hour day, assuming you sleep eight. So take 24 minus eight, 16. In a 16-hour day, 20% of that is actually 3.2 hours. And you're not getting 3.2 hours per day of R&R. And by the way, um, that's why the movie crisis of 2021 happened <laughs> because I started taking those full three hours every single day. Yeah. So I watched like a movie a day for a while there in the studio, um, which again, I swung that pendulum too far that way. But that's my point is what's going to be required of you. Maybe it's 80, 20, maybe it's 95, five, maybe it's 90, 10, maybe it's 50, 50. All's I know is that each of us are optimizing for a different thing. Some of my clients want to be multimillionaires. Some of them want to be billionaires. Some of them want to just be financially free. And all three of those, whether we like to admit it or not, will require a different level of effort, a different level of learning, a different level of growth, a different level of coaching. And so I don't want you to try to get to our level. I want you to try to get to your next level and figure out what that really is and what's going to be required of you. And at the end of the day, only you know inside of yourself whether or not you're at that sweet spot. I would say right now I feel like I'm at that sweet spot. I think I'm a little heavier on the grind than I am on the R&R, but not by much. I feel pretty close to my my own harmony, and I think that's why I like harmony better than balance is because balance implies 50-50. 
in a lot of people's consciousness, when in reality, balance for you might be 90-10, or it might be 60-40 or 70-30. So find your own unique balance. Ask yourself the question of what is your own unique sweet spot for delayed gratification? Some people don't want to delay gratification for a decade. I, I understand that. Some people don't want to delay gratification at all. But just understand the consequences of that because you're not going to be able to build a huge bright future without any delayed gratification. But if all you do is delay gratification, you're also going to potentially be unhappy. Hi, my name is Tim Melanson, and I have a web development agency called Creative Crew Agency. And I'm also a podcast host of the Work at Home Rockstar podcast. I met Alan a little over a year ago through my podcast. He was a guest on my podcast and we had an epic conversation and I was just really impressed with his work ethic. So I uh, decided to take him up on his 30 minute consultation and I really liked what he had to say. He was very reliant on systems, which I was in the market for a coach at the time and I was looking for something that would allow me to synergize my businesses, but make me feel like I'm actually more productive as well. And uh, I was impressed by his podcast as well. I was impressed by Kevin. And so I decided to jump on board with him. And it's been a little over a year now. My business has grown. But more importantly, I feel much less stressed and much more purposeful with uh, what I'm doing in the direction that I'm going. So I definitely highly recommend, Alan, if you're looking for some accountability, if you're looking for some tools, then look him up, take him up on this consultation. Thank you so much. Bye. It's such an interesting relationship between the two. I try to think of it kind of like uh, stretching, creating a sustainable stretch. So when I go on other podcasts, they what they often do is say, do you have any questions for me? And usually it's like, no, I don't have any questions about much because I do this every day. So I'm, I'm totally good with that. The only question I have is who's your audience? Because if your audience is early entrepreneurs, my advice is going to be different. If your audience is like leaders or leadership people in positions of leadership, my advice might be different. But I always try to preface it with, look, don't do seven episodes a week unless you're trying to do something really, really, really big with your show. Because if not, you're probably going to overinvest genuinely. I mean, unless you're trying to like really, really do it, because people will say, well, I'm not, I only do two episodes a week. Good. That's fine. You probably <laughs> That's good for you. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't think because we do seven that you should. That's not. That's actually a lot. That's a lot. It's That's a lot, lot yeah. right? It's like if you're not doing a bodybuilding show, maybe you don't need to go to the gym seven days a week, diet every day, and do cardio twice a day. Right? Maybe you don't need to. So I'm trying to think of it from the perspective of a sustainable stretch. What is sustainable for you but will also stretch you? And to Alan's point, most likely – if you're listening to this, you will be here tomorrow, which we're very grateful for. And Alan and I will be here tomorrow, which we're very grateful for. But yeah, it is. It is that important conversation to have. Okay. How much am I setting myself up for the future? How much am I enjoying my current life? And I think oftentimes it's, well, I'm enjoying it 10 out of 10 and I'm setting myself up 2 out of 10 or I'm enjoying it two out of 10 and I'm setting myself up 10 out of 10. And it's like, okay, what's the balance for you to Alan's point? Alan operates very well at a 90, 10, a 95, five. He does. And he's also in a relationship with Emilia who she probably operates very well at that as well. And that's an important thing to understand is Taryn's not the same as Emilia or me in terms of her quality time. So that's why we had that conversation. And, and I'm very grateful Alan and I are so 
um, supportive in these things with each other because we that really is what we're trying to do, Alan. It's like, how do we stay sustainable but also stretch forever, mm-hmm. right? I'm Literally. capable of way more now than I have ever been. Like a day of, I have, I'm on three podcasts. The day we record this, I have three podcast breakthrough sessions. We're going to record two episodes. I'm on three podcasts. Then I think we have two or three team calls, at least three. So that's like 10 or 11 calls. I don't even know how many it is. That quite literally would have cleared my schedule for the week three or four years ago. I'd been like, that's it. I got a big Thursday. I can't do anything after that. So sustainable. <laughs> I got a big Thursday. Don't talk a, to me for two I or three days. Big Thursday. Sustainable <laughs> stretching. You have to be honest with yourself and say, look, am I giving it everything I can, but also filling my cup? I think 80-20 is probably good for most people. 80-20, yeah. I think, is a good stretch for most people. That's where I'm around. I'm probably like either 80-20 or 85-15, depending. Those numbers add up, right? Yeah. 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 And even that is a little bit high. But it, but be, be careful. I know we got to go here. Remember that many of the people later in life, I know entrepreneurs that are multimillionaires now that that they do 50-50, 70-30 the other way of relaxing now, but but they but they're overcompensating for the fact that they were I have one client, very very successful multimillionaire, and she said, "I did the grind thing for a really long time." And this is totally her prerogative, totally okay. She was 95-5 for a couple like a decade, over a decade, and now she wants to go back the other way. And that's okay. I think that there's another nuance to this, which is this is a sliding scale. Kevin says sliding scale all the time. Can you explain it? Can you explain sliding scale? Because I just say it, but I've never explained it. And honestly, I don't know that I could explain it because I don't, I know what it is, but I don't know how to explain it. It's the hardest thing in the world to explain. So Ah, I'll try. So a sliding scale is that, okay, you can do, let's say you were to max out in pushups right now, all of us. That is your max right now. But your max a week from now, if you rest, is going to be higher. So the scale slides. Mm. And, and so that's the best way I can describe it is, let's say someone can do, can do their absolute max is 15 push-ups, you know, really stretching themselves is 13, and, you know, um, a, a decent, you know, workout would be, would be 10. The whole scale slides as you get more and more effective. The sliding scale, the good example of that is you with 11 calls in one day or whatever, mm. two years ago, that would have been ridiculously difficult. Now that's normal. Yeah. So your normal slides based on your effectiveness. And so when, when you do meet mentors and coaches, and if I were to coach you, I would not be showing, I would not be giving you advice based on what I'm capable of. And, and where I am at 33, I would give you advice based on, I have one 21-year-old client, 24-year-old uh, client, sorry. And I give him advice based on where he is, not where I am. Because when he's 33, he's going to be capable of far more than I am right now if he stays on this trajectory, and I know that mathematically. Um, but he can't do what I'm capable of right this second in terms of productivity because I've been working on it for a decade more. That's, that's all. It's just like squatting in the gym or bench pressing or whatever you get better over time. Uh, so, so the last point I would make here is be careful of the advice that you get just because someone else, you see them relaxing a lot. Doesn't mean that that's how they got the results they got. And just because you see them grinding constantly doesn't mean that could be a chapter. That could be a grind chapter or a grind phase. That doesn't mean you have to do that for the rest of your life. Um, and it all depends on your own unique flavor of, of whatever dreams you have. And that's really 
what what we want to say on this episode is there is no one size fits all approach to personal development or to chasing dreams. It's a chicken soup that has a, a certain amount of broth and a cer- certain amount of chicken and a certain amount of broccoli or whatever. This is probably a pretty gross chicken soup, but what you put in it is has to be unique to what you need and what you want and what you're trying to create. And so um, that's really the the last thing that I have. Chicken soup <laughs> for the soul. I love it. I love yeah. it. Sarah, Did you have chicken soup last night? No, uh, we went to a Thai. I think it was Thai restaurant. Yeah, yeah. So you Taren get had pho. It's called pho, yeah. isn't it? Pho, 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 whatever, I think man. It's pho. And then we had we had uh, <laughs> two fried chicken bows, which are like these. Like, oh my god! I don't know Good. how to explain it, but yeah, it's the best thing in the world. Nice. All right, we're gonna go <laughs> next level nation. If you're watching this, you can see it. If not, let me explain it to you. I was showed the workbook for our seventh group of group coaching. And this is a world-class workbook that has everything we're going to talk about. It's wonderfully done. Shout out to Christina, Greg, and Alan for putting that together. Group seven for our group coaching starts July 12th. A lot of people take the summer off. And if you're taking the summer off from growth, you are leaving massive potential on the table. Come join us for group coaching. It is you and nine other individuals, Alan and myself, every other week on Zoom. And you're going to be part of a group who wants more, who wants better. If you're not an entrepreneur, do not worry. You will fit in. We're talking about life, love, health, and wealth. That is what we want to help you get to the next level of. Everything you need to know is in the show notes below. Please join us. We had a group coaching member. His name was Alex. I was on his podcast yesterday. Awesome guy, 21 years old, just got out of university in the UK, absolutely crushing it. He said that group coaching absolutely changed his life forever, and he said it was more valuable than a lot of the stuff that he learned at university. So join us for group coaching. Quick announcement. So Next Level Live, we have decided as a team that we are going to change the Next Level Live date from October 1st to March 25th 2023 so we're only going to do one next level live in 2022 and one next level live in 2023 we're going to focus all of our efforts on the retreat which is labor day weekend which is in september that said uh if you have purchased your ticket your ticket is still valid for the next one if that day can work if not please reach out to kevin or myself um we had a lot going on in 2022 and so we want to drag and drop that date next level live march 25th 2023 it's a saturday same exact format um, i'm not 100 percent sure if the landing page is updated or not right now but it will be within the next week so click the link in the show notes for more details um, and make sure that it's updated before you get your ticket next level nation tomorrow for episode number 1007 overcoming peer pressure and people pleasing that is a Uh, That's a heavy alliteration, peer pressure and people pleasing. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at ALazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.